Hello, everyone. You are listening to the Define University podcast, a space designed for educators to ignite your passion, transform your mindset, and learn to love who you are in the process. My name is Lindsay Titus, and I am here to share simple yet strategic steps each week with you to build your momentum into creating a life full of purpose and passion. The time is now. Let's dive on in to today's episode. Welcome back, everyone, to another brand new episode of the Define University podcast. My name is Lindsay Titus, and I'm so excited to be here with you today. Thank you so much for joining along as we we unpack some things. Oh my goodness. So you may be able to hear, but yes, I have the <laughs> dreaded back to school cold. Um, so I am working through that. So I apologize if you hear me a little congested, but that's how, that's how things are rolling. So a little backstory to this episode. You may have noticed if you are a fellow listener to the podcast that I was able to get a couple episodes out um, a few weeks ago and then it kind of disappeared again. Oh my goodness. You guys, I am so sorry. Um, Life kind of got a little chaotic. (laughs) Um, So I am, you know, working to create this blended lifestyle. You guys that have followed me for a while, you know, I do not believe in the balanced lifestyle, but I do believe in the blended lifestyle. And so what that means is every day I show up as 100% me, but the quote unquote percentages, if you will, they change and they shift. And one of the things that is really important to me is that I show up in all areas. So everything I do is purposeful and intentional and authentic. And part of what I've been doing over the last couple of weeks is really identifying what can I commit to and so that I can have integrity of my word. And I think that's really important. So, you know, am I doing what I say I'm going to do? And that stems from putting out a podcast. It stems from how I interact with other people. It stems from something as simple as, um, you know, staying on top of housework and things like that. And what I realized is a podcast every single week right now, I am not, I'm just not able to commit to that. And that's okay. And I, you know, kind of was beating myself up a little bit about it. And you know, it's one of those, but I could do that then. And so, you know, where this is headed, we were headed into Shouldville. I should be able to do it now. But the matter, but the, the simple answer is I can't. There are other things going on right now between work and family life and having a three-month-old and connecting with my eight-year-old. And there's just a lot going on. Now, what I, what I don't want to happen is to lose sight of this podcast. So I did that, right, over the last 10 months. And I missed you guys so, so much that this community is really important for me. This outlet is really important for me. I am a talker, so I love to share kind of my takeaways from the weeks, you know, with you guys and really connect with my listeners that way. So we are just going to make a little shift and we're going to go from weekly to biweekly. Every other week, there will be a brand new um, podcast episode here for you. So all of that is to say, and the reason I shared that with you, instead of just saying, hey, here's a change, is I like for you guys to hear the process. So hopefully you heard, like this wasn't necessarily an easy decision. It was once I, you know, figured it out, but there's a process that I have to go through. And a lot of that came from practicing grace and really doing some reflection to say, what's going on? What can I commit to? And what can I stick to? Because that is where trust comes from. 
Trust comes from, do my actions align with my words? And that is the same whether you are working with a student, with a staff member, with a colleague, or yourself. We've got to stick to the words that we're saying. There can't be mis, you know, mixed match. I mean, there will be, but then that's when we feel out of alignment. So if we want to feel whole and we want to feel the way that, you know, that we are all connected from the inside out, we've got to speak with integrity, which means we have got to have integrity of our word, which means we have got to be paying attention to the commitments we're making, the things we're saying yes to, the things we're saying no to, and the things that we are putting on our plate. That was a lot in four minutes. <laughs> so hopefully it all made sense though. But with that, I am so excited to dive into today's episode. So what I'm going to do for you is, is one of these unpacking episodes. So when I think of the last three weeks, right, we just started school. Um, we are on, I believe it's week four. Um, when I think of the last month or so, right, three and a half weeks, there's some lessons that have come across my mind and there's some lessons that I keep thinking about. And that's really what I want to unpack with you today. So I'm going to be sharing the three lessons, three of the, you know, many lessons, but three lessons that I've learned um, over the first few weeks of school as, um, as an assistant principal. So I'm going to share a little bit. So I'm an assistant principal. This is my second year in the role. It's my fifth year in the district. Um, previous to that, I was a behavior specialist and I am uh, in a junior high level. So I am working um, in that role and there's been a lot of things that I'm realizing that's been really cool and really um, powerful. So the first is this notion of having fun. <laughs> so yes, that is the first lesson. And why that's important is because guys, we gotta have fun. We have to enjoy what we're doing, right? If we are, if we are not loving it, guess what? Our energy's not there. The connections aren't there. The purpose isn't there. The passion's not there. And we know where that leads to. That leads to overwhelm, burnout, all the things. So we've got to have fun. So our school this year, our theme is spreading joy, hashtag spread joy. And we are being very purposeful and intentional about that. So we, as an admin team, are doing activities every month to help spread joy we have one of my amazing uh, counterparts had t-shirts made. So we have our sunshine and spreading joy t-shirts. Um, on top of that, I have found little ways to just celebrate the staff and students that I work with. Um, I've shared on social media, I have a joy board in my room. I have a celebrations board. Um, I'm doing, you know, little notes and um, I would love to buy a coffee for you. Just little things throughout the weeks and months to just show that appreciation. And as somebody that loves to give to others, that brings me joy, but it's also a form of having fun and bringing some excitement, bringing some of that passion and that energy into the building. And I think that's really important. The lesson that I think I really realized is how important that is to do in the beginning of the year. I think sometimes we let the beginning of the year energy just kind of carry us. You know, we there's a lot of it. And so sometimes I think we can kind of rest on that and almost take it for granted Whereas I this year am being really grateful for that energy and really intentional about how do we keep that energy going? So what are some small habits I can do now when things are relatively calmer, when things are, things are we're, we're just heading into the school year, right? So we're not waiting for major things to happen. And this really reminds me of my, my personal kind of thoughts about self-care. Do self-care proactively, not reactively, right? So self-care to me, are actions we take to show our bodies and our minds and our souls some love so that we are ready for what's coming. 
And it's the same kind of concept here with spreading joy during the school year. Find little simple things that you can do now when things are good, when things are coasting, when things are kind of at that at that speed so that they're habit for you in December, January, February, March, when we want to pull our hair out and we're like, oh my goodness, right? It's really hard to create new habits when we feel like all we can do is tread water. We need to build the habits just like we learn a skill when we're calm. We need to build those habits now when we have the energy to build the habits. So that's something I've really been thinking about. The second lesson that I have learned over the last few weeks is to get out and be seen. And I know this isn't new, right? This isn't um, anything that's like out of the ordinary, but what it reminds me of is Brian Mundler um, always shares, you know, building relationships happens during the time that you're not required to be with the student. So if a student's in your classroom and you're their teacher from 10 to 1045, How else can you connect with that kid outside of that period, right? Outside of that time. Well, as an AP, I don't necessarily have required time. However, I take that as when a student's in my office, that's one thing. But then it's up to me to find other ways to connect with that student outside of my office. Same thing with staff. Yes, I'm going to connect with them at their beginning of year meetings. I'm going to connect with them at their, you know, pre-observation or if they come and schedule a meeting with me, I'm going to connect there. But I got to go, I got to go beyond that. I have to get out and be seen so that those connections strengthen. So I, every passing time, I am out walking around. Sometimes even during my day, you know, if I don't have a scheduled meeting, I will go and sit in the hallways. I will sit in our alcove. I will just walk the, the hallways to be seen because it really does strengthen those relationships that you see with students, with staff. You can pop into classrooms and it makes it, again, I'm going to keep using this word, authentic. It's not scripted. It's not, um, you know, robotic or anything like that. It's simply what comes and what is going on. And the more that people see us, the more that they, one, remember we're there as a support and two, they feel supported. So, you know, really early on in the podcast, I don't even remember at this point, but one of the first episodes I did is was talking about how support and this notion of support led to my resignation. And it was ultimately because I didn't know how to ask for support. And part of that is because I only ever saw my quote unquote, you know, supervisors, admin, um, those people that I thought weren't supporting me. I only saw them, you know, when there was a problem or when something was going on. And so it's just really important that we remember to be seen, that we remember to connect on a level outside of school too, meaning let's talk about other things you know, asking questions and just getting to know each other as people, as human beings, and not necessarily solely about the things that are happening in school, okay? The third lesson that I want to share is I have realized a lot of kids, a lot of my students, again, junior high level, they have a really hard time identifying what goes well for them. So really, I, I have a smaller caseload this year, and I'm working more intently with that caseload. And every time at the end of the week when I'm doing my check-ins, I always ask, so what went well this week? And it is probably the most difficult question that the kids that I work with have, that they have to answer. Now, if I ask them what didn't go well, unfortunately, they can tell me really quickly. And I noticed this the first time I asked and I, and I pointed it out. I said, I noticed you answered that a lot quicker than this one. And I had a student say to me, because no one ever asks that one. No one ever asks what went well. And I said, well, we're going to change that narrative. We're going to change that script. What went well? What went well for you this week? And so we are really 
practicing that. And that is that is so true even of myself, right? Like we, our brains are, they're wired for negativity, right? It's the negativity bias. We remember negative things. They stand out to us. And so it's that's what's at the forefront of our mind. What I didn't do, I haven't done yet. What didn't go well, what went wrong, where I failed, all of those things. So we have to, again, be purposeful, right? Intentional about identifying what did go well. And, you know, it's so ironic that I'm recording this right now because just before I left work today, I went to talk to, check in with my principal and I said, you know, I just, I don't feel like I'm doing enough, right? That create, and I could do a whole episode on enough. And she said that on your way home, you need to go and highlight the things that you did do, the things that went well, the steps that you are taking. I was like, yep, I needed that. I needed that reminder just as much. Hopefully, if you need that reminder, I am giving it to you right now. So not only do we need to help our students practice what went well through celebrations, through honoring the steps that they are taking, we also need to remember to do that for ourselves. So if you are someone that, like me, wants to focus on those not they're not always negative, right? But those negative feeling kind of things. Here's what here's one thing we can commit to. Get that post-it. You guys know that is my favorite tool. Get that post-it. And before you leave your classroom or your office, you are gonna write down three things that you did that day that you are going to be celebrating. It makes such a difference. It is one of those small, simple, yet strategic activities that we can do to really focus in on defining who we are by Yes, by the actions that we are taking, but the actions that serve us, the actions that we are celebrating. So if you are looking for a simple activity, there you have it. All right, so those were the three, right? Those were three things, three lessons I've learned. So spread joy, get out there and have some fun. Make sure you are doing something that is making you smile, making you laugh, keeping that energy high so that you are starting those habits now so that we can continue them into the school year. We're going to get out and be seen. Spend time with people outside of the time you're required to be with them. Get to know them on a level outside of, you know, teacher to teacher or admin to teacher or teacher to student. Get on the level of human beings. It makes such a difference. One way to do that is that power of little conversations. Have those conversations about seemingly nothing that really do build to be some of the most important um, conversations that you can have with students. I know last year, as crazy as a year it was for me personally, I was able to do this with some of our students. And I came when I came back this year, it didn't feel like so much time had passed because I was able to kind of pick up those conversations and ask about things they had shared last year. And it just made the world of a difference for those students, uh, for me personally. So get out and be seen. And the third is to practice what went well, identify what went well, celebrate what went well, Um, And really just have pride in the actions that you are taking every single day as the educator that you are or whatever role that you are doing that, you know, you are listening to this podcast through the context of. So that's three, but let's do a little bonus. How about that? Let's do a bonus. And this one's a biggie. This is one that I continue, continue, continue to work on every single day. And that is ask for help. <laughs> As we are not meant to do this alone, we are we are never meant to be alone. We are in you know, we are in a field of yes, we deliver service, but there is a community around us. I hope you are in a supportive one. Ask for help, delegate out. Um, remember you are not meant to do it alone. That is not that's not why we're here. Um, we are here to live our most purposeful and passionate lives. Yes, we are here to define our lives from the inside out. Yes, 
Nowhere in there does it say you have to do it by yourself all alone, okay? So if you're feeling that way, ask for help. That, I, I say that and I'm saying it with a smile because I think the hardest part for me is really kind of boils down to when do I ask for help? I don't wanna ask for help every single day or all the time, but I don't ever wanna not ask for it. So here's the, the process I use and hopefully you will find it helpful. I am not sure that, I did not make up these questions but for the life of me, I cannot remember where I learned these questions. So I hope I'm not taking credit, but I also don't know who to give credit to. Um, but when I need something done, when I have something on my list or something that's on my calendar, something that needs to get done, the very first question I ask is, does this actually need to get done? Because how many times do we put things on our calendars or on our to-do list or on our brain dump list, whatever type of system you use, that don't actually need to get done? It's a shouldville item. Well, I should do this. When you actually think about it, do you actually have to do it? So that's the first question. Does this actually have to get done? Because guess what? If the answer is no, boom, get it off your list and you are good to go. If the answer is yes, I ask, does this need to be done by me? That's where I'm going to start doing my delegating. Because if it absolutely has to be done by me, okay, great. And then I'm going to move on to uh, question three. But if I get to that question and I say, does it actually need to be done by me? That's where I'm going to ask for help. That's where I'm going to delegate out. And I'm going to think, who is the best person to complete this task? Or who is the best person to help me with this task? Um, and that's, and, the, and there you go. Now, the third is, if, it, if the answer is yes, it does need to be done by me, just to help with productivity and prioritizing, I ask, does this need to be done by me right now? And if the answer is yes, then I know what goes to the top of my priority list. If the answer is no, then I schedule in time for me to complete that task and I move on. Three simple questions helps me understand where do I need to ask for help. The other part of that is, you is again, the power of reflection. When I think of my day and where I'm spending my time, you could do a mini time sample on yourself. Where are you spending the time? Are there times in your day, you know, during work, after work, wherever you may be, that you can ask for help or delegate out? Super important that we monitor that day in and day out because each day is different. So this is a practice that we can, or a process that we can practice quite often just to make sure that we are staying on top of delegating and asking for help and not taking it all on ourselves. So there you have it. There's your bonus, um, your bonus lesson <laughs> that I have been reminded of over the last few weeks. Woo, I feel like I was talking a mile a minute, but that's just what I do. So <laughs> I'm keeping it real. Um, with you. So there you have it. There are my lessons learned from the first few weeks of school. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you were able to take away some piece, some little nugget of information that will help you define your week the way that you want to um, from when you listen to this episode. If you did gain that nugget, if you enjoyed listening, if you want to keep hearing more of the podcast, would you please head on over and rate and review and subscribe wherever you are listening to this podcast. And if you have a topic that you want to hear about, if you have questions, I would love, I love to take those on. So you just got to head to my website, defineuniversity.com, head to the podcast page, and you can submit a question right then and there, or find me on social media. And I would be happy to answer that for you in a future episode. So just a reminder, new episode is going to be coming out in two weeks. That is my commitment to you. I am holding myself accountable. Um, and uh, I can't wait to connect with you then. In the meantime, again, feel free to message me, reach out on social media, let me know how I can help support you, uh, define who you are with purpose and passion every single day so that you too get to love the life that you are living inside and outside of the classroom. 
Thanks, everybody. Talk to you soon. This podcast is a proud member of the Teach Better Podcast Network. Better today, better tomorrow, and the podcast to get you there. Explore more podcasts at www.teachbetterpodcastnetwork.com. We will see you on the next episode.